Welcome to the Sages Among Us. What makes a community great? Most importantly, it's the people who live and work there and are engaged in community life. The Sages Among Us focuses on those people, what they do and why they do it, and celebrates the leadership, time, and energy they bring to making a positive difference for all of us. Good evening. My name is Taylor Wolf, one of your hosts for the Sages Among Us. And my guests tonight are Steve and Liz Heinen, volunteers with the Humane Society of Tahoe Truckee. Steve and Liz Heinen are both California natives. Steve has a BS in computer science from UC Santa Barbara and Liz graduated from UC Davis. Liz's early career in tech finance took her to Nashville, Philadelphia, and Dallas before returning to the Bay Area where she and Steve met and later married in 2000. In 2015, they retired and moved to Truckee and got involved in the local community. Both Steve and Liz turned their love for dogs into a passion working with the Humane Society of Tahoe Truckee. Welcome to the show, Steve and Liz. How are you both doing tonight? Thank you, Taylor. Thanks for that nice introduction. We appreciate mm, wonderful. it. Wonderful. Thank you for having us. Gives us a chance yeah. to talk about our organization. <laughs> Absolutely. We're, we're always excited to have folks on, especially um, to have folks on from our Truckee region as well. So thank you too. Um, as we learned from your bio, you're both California natives. Tell us a little bit about your um, prospective childhoods and some of your experiences growing up. Well, it's... Go ahead, Steve. Okay. Um... So, yeah, I grew up in L.A., went to school in Santa Barbara and kept moving north. It was um, was happy to do that and get plugged into the um, to the Bay Area in Northern California. Um, you know, I had a, a family that um, participated in the community. They were we were a religious family and um, my mom volunteered as a driver for Meals on Wheels. My dad was part of the church community in the St. Vincent de Paul Society, which is like Goodwill. Um, they um, sponsored a Vietnamese family after the Vietnam War. And so talking about immigrants and people coming into the United States, they were helpful in that kind of area. So I think I, I got a bit, not only from the technology point of view, which I really loved doing, but sort of a flavor of volunteering and um, it was sort of a natural thing when we hooked up here in, in Truckee with the Maine Society. Great. And Liz? Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, other than the, the natural conflict that exists between Northern and Southern California, um, <laughs> I, I joke I was, about this coming, coming from a um, uh, mixed family because I was a Dodger fan and Liz was a Giants fan, and now we live together and kids are kind of mixed up. But anyway, uh, yeah, literally born in San Francisco and uh, spent my my young adult uh, life here, and then <clears throat> as uh, you stated in the bio, Taylor, you know, moved to different parts of the country and knew I wanted to come back to California. There was no doubt about that. And then 
once I did, and I ended up leaving the high tech industry, I did move into the veterinary industry, which is, it was a, a, a really um, interesting learning experience because I do have a deep love for animals. But I can say that being on the, the nonprofit side and the, you know, volunteering is even more meaningful than working in the industry. But it did give me some good background to what we're doing today in terms of volunteering. And, you know, as far as what, you know, Steve mentioned the um, being able to follow his parents in terms of volunteering. My mom was also very active um, in different, she was almost an activist, but she did volunteer. And I think that that is really important for families to, for to model that for their, their kids and that they'll, they'll end up seeing they, when they see their parents do that, that comes much more naturally to them to do it also. And you don't even question it. So I encourage all, all uh, families to, to participate. Um, and, that, and we'll get into a little bit more, but the Humane Society does a great job of bringing families into the organization as volunteers. And kids as young as eight can can participate. So, uh, just to get that plug in already. <laughs> yeah, and and you moved into the Truckee area in 2015. I'm always curious. Um, you know what what drew you to the area and made you move here? How did you find Nevada County and Truckee in particular? Um, tell us a little bit about your first experiences with Truckee. Sure. We actually, my family had a <clears throat> a condo in Tahoe City and for many years. And so that was where we would come up, Steve and I, for family vacation for our, with our family for years. And we, that's where we envisioned ourselves. And um, once- For retirement. For retirement, yeah, yeah Zach, to move full time. And once we, and the place had a beautiful view of the lake. However, in our first winter here, we realized, I guess the main thing is you need a garage. We didn't have a garage. And we needed a yard for our dogs. We didn't have a fenced-in yard. So there were just aspects to it that we realized that wasn't the right fit. And long story short, we ended up renting a, a place here in Truckee and realized this is, this is our, our place. This is our community. And we're so happy we did. And... We love this town. It's a small mountain town with a great sense of community, and we really love it. And the the fact that we have the Humane Society here just adds to the whole perfect setup. <laughs> so um, that's how we really ended up in Nevada County. Um. And what's what's your favorite thing about the Truckee area since getting to move up there and know it more intimately as now a official Truckee local? It's it's pretty yeah, it's pretty interesting that we used to drive through Truckee, Tahoe City, and we were always heading to Tahoe City. And then we spent um, we rented a place up here in Truckee for six weeks, and just it was such a community that we wanted to be a part of um just it's, and the outdoor aspect is certainly a big draw uh, here you know summer winter there's so much to do and we're we're literally five minutes from 
water sports we're five minutes from skiing it's it's yeah. a huge benefit it's convenient to <clears throat> you know go to to reno if we need to do you know bigger shopping or do some other activities um and it's been a draw to our kids too we um we have a daughter that lives in Verdi, and she has uh, a daughter that's four and a half years old. So we have a granddaughter up here now, um, and um, our son is getting married and at Sugar Bowl. Um, so there's this whole draw up here. What they we were we were sort of a winter community, and and the saying is, you come up here for the winter and you stay for the summers, and we certainly stayed. So let's dive into the Humane Society of Tahoe Truckee a little bit. You both are very active volunteers, from what I understand. Can you tell us a little bit more about the organization and how you first became introduced to it? Well, the, the, I was thinking about the funny thing is we actually uh, signed on with the Humane Society before we had our housing all set up, but we knew we wanted to volunteer um, a lot of our time and we knew it was going to be around animals and we visited the Humane Society here in Truckee. And even though at that moment we didn't live in Truckee, we knew that was our, our home, our, our non-residential home, if you will. And um, they are just an incredible organization. They're <clears throat> a standalone organization. They're not um, part of the ASPCA or even the American Humane Society. They're a standalone organization. They've um, been in their current building since 2013, and it is beautiful for anybody who has a chance to be in Truckee and a chance to visit the shelter. It is a beautiful facility, which also makes us feel better about you know, all the animals that are in the shelter temporarily until they find their forever homes, they're in a, 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 a really nice place. And it makes a difference to be, to be volunteering in that kind of environment because you feel comfortable knowing that the animals are in the best place they can be until they find their homes. And it's a really interesting organization, too. The Humane Society is... Um, is in this building and they share it with uh, the town of Truckee Animal Services, which is part of the police department. So anybody that sees a lost animal or a hurt animal uh, of any sort, they call the police or call 911 and they're in the same building. And so there are two organizations that share a common roof, but there's separate areas for both of them in this. And this Eastern Placer County has um, yeah. animal control officers in the same building. So there's a lot of synergies to the way they have it set up. And um, I, as my understanding is that's fairly unusual for animal shelters to have this kind of arrangement, but it works really, really, really well. Um, and as I, the Humane Society, the shelter itself, has, I believe, uh, came into existence around the same time that the town of Truckee was incorporated. I think it was around 97. Um, so they've been around a while. And the organization itself is managed by such a strong leadership team. 
and they've been around a, a long time and they they really know what they're doing they they're, they have a strong board of directors yeah, the board of directors is great. The, the lead of the board of directors is dr mike who's a veterinarian and he does all the spay and neuter um, surgeries there um and really is um a, a great asset to the organization as well so let's get personal a little bit. You guys volunteer a lot of time to the Humane Society up in Tahoe, Truckee. Um, I hear that you actually, you called it yourselves in our pre-interview, failed foster dog parents. Can you tell us about about that story and the dogs in your life now? Oh, yes. Well, we're very proud of that. We, so when about a year started with the Humane Society, we felt we had gotten our our feet or paws wet enough as it, so to say, um, that we wanted to start fostering. And for those who maybe don't know, fostering is uh, you house puppies or kittens, animals for a temporary period of time until they can be taken into the shelter um, for permanent adoption. And we were very interested in uh, fostering puppies um, and so we've done a lot of that kind of work. And it is work. I mean, it's very rewarding, but puppies are a lot of work, very cute. But um, and, yeah. and we've also um, fostered adult dogs. So we've kind of ran the whole gamut. Um, but yes, in, our, in this world, uh, what a failed foster is, is somebody who fosters and ends up adopting full time. Yeah, we don't give them back. <laughs> so we're, we're <laughs> failed fosters. And I'll let you tell the story at Maverick. Well, yeah, so we we initially started up here with two adult dogs who have moved on since we've been here. Um, and so that kind of made it easier for us to foster puppies and other dogs. And um, we adopted Lexi first, which was a, a dog that was from the Humane Society. And then Maverick is, Latest, she was a senior dog, just to yeah, add that. Yeah, she was a so, senior dog. She's, she's a brindle. And senior dogs are always harder to adopt out because they're senior, you know, older, and people want to adopt puppies for the most mm -hmm. part. So that's also something we want to encourage people to think about is adopting senior dogs or older mm -hmm. dogs. Um, it, they can really benefit from that, and they don't have all the same opportunities that puppies have. Yeah, anyway, so we, um, when we lost our second dog, we took a little while to, to get over that, get used to, to being one, one dog down. Um, but we started looking around, and there was a dog that was in foster and who had um, surgery on his... He had a lactating patella. And, and so surgery on his hind leg, and so... He was brought back into the shelter um, in a transitional mode to another foster or the same foster for a while. And we got to meet him there and fell in love with him and said, well, if the foster that he's with um, doesn't keep him, then we can foster him for a while and see if we like him. So, um, and the and he was going through rehab for his knee surgery yeah. so. so we had a cast on his leg so we we brought him home and introduced him to lexi and they got along great and um his leg got better and we never gave him back 
<laughs> and how old are, are Lexi and Maverick today? Maverick is two, almost two and a half. And Lexi is 10. So they're, wow. um, but one of, one of the, the, what's happened since we've got Maverick is Lexi always had a little bit of a, uh, a, a, you know, we had to kind of try and maintain her figure, shall we say. And with, with Maverick here, the young, the young guy, Lexi has, uh, she's in the best shape of her life because she has this younger brother to play with and, and, uh, Really kept her. We were worried about her for a while because all our friends would come over and they'd see Lexi and go, "Oh wow, she looks so good. She's got the, you know, she's lost a lot of weight." And we're like, "But you know, one of the one of the things I want to point out with the Maverick story is that the Humane Society is so careful about everything they do, really, that we weren't really allowed to adopt him until he was completely through his medical rehab because they wanted to make sure that he was in good shape, physical shape to be adopted. And, and that's how, you know, they're not out to rush these, these adoptions along. I mean, they take their time and they, they do that with all adoptions. They're, they try and make sure that they have the best fit possible for the dog and the family. And so we, we, uh, you know, weren't technically even allowed to adopt him until he was medically released. So mm-hmm. I just think that's another aspect of the Humane Society that demonstrates how careful they are about really everything they do. So for any listeners just tuning in, you are listening to The Sages Among Us on KVMR. I'm Taylor Wolf, and I'm talking with Steve and Liz Heinen tonight, volunteers at the Humane Society of Tahoe Truckee. Um, and obviously, we're just talking about your uh, foster dog, Maverick, and the beautiful story of how Maverick's had an impact on your guys' lives and also his uh, sister dog, Lexi, as well. Um, but let's dive back into the Humane Society a little bit. Tell us more of about, um, you know, the impact that the Humane Society of Tahoe Truckee has on a, as a whole on the community um, and the different ways that, that folks can get involved as well. Sure. One, well, so just in terms of a quick number, um, last year we adopted out over 500 cats and dogs. And what's really interesting about that is about 80% of those animals come from outside of our own county. We network, and the Humane Society does such a great job of this, but we, we actually network um, out to other counties who are overcrowded, the shelters are overcrowded and under-resourced. And we are fortunate enough not to be in that situation. We've got the resources and the ability to take in animals. So we have this network of, of shelters that, we, that the staff at uh, the Humane Society work with, and they're reaching out all the time and we bring in, as I said, it was over 400 animals that we brought in from other shelters that otherwise probably would have, you know, had to, uh, they would not have not been able to adopt out those, those cats and dogs and there would have not been a happy ending. And we're able to provide a lifeline 
the Humane Society is able to provide a lifeline for all those animals. And I, 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 I think that's pretty unusual, that, that setup, but they do just a, a tremendous job of it. And, um, and then, of course, they also take care of any animals here in Truckee, um, lost animals or animals that need to be relinquished by their owners. So of course they, they, they do that. But, um, and then speaking of all these animals that are coming in from other counties, one of the, our greatest needs, and we did talk about a little bit fostering, but oh, especially over the last couple of years with the way the pandemic has gone and a lot of those different situations, but they've, the Humane Society has really developed their foster network and they're trying to develop it even further. And they're always looking for families, it doesn't have to be, uh, but households, I should say, to uh, adopt or to foster animals because the more families out there that can foster animals, in other words, the bigger pipeline that we have that can feed into the shelter, because the shelter is limited. We only have, I believe, 10 actual rooms. Um, we, it gives us a place to sort of uh, park those animals until we have room for them in the shelter, which just means it's more lives that are saved. So if there's one area that I think we can really use the help, I mean, we have a lot of foster households, but the more we have, the more lives we can save. Mm -hmm. And that that's kind of the whole point of it. <laughs> so, um, and yeah. Real quick, if people want to learn more or sign up to be a foster parent for the Humane Society of Tahoe Truckee, where can they go to find more information? Sure. Um, the person, the, the best contact is Erin Ellis. She is the community uh, outreach, outreach director. director. Let me try to get her exact uh, title, but... She is the person to go to, and then she can, depending on, uh, we'll get that information in a minute, but um, depending on what somebody's interest is, um, she can direct that person to that potential volunteer to whichever parts of the organization they best fit in. Not, not all households are set up for fostering, so that's, you know, there are other ways to, to help out. Um, they're are uh, lots of, we do a lot of dog walking. So if you want some extra exercise, um, that's a great thing to do. And with your kids, you can, as I mentioned earlier, you, they have a whole program. You can bring kids in from eight up and um, with their parents and they can help walk dogs or they can socialize cats. Um, so she's really the, the, the key contact for any any kind of volunteer opportunities. Great, and, and speaking of getting exercise, I wanna bring up one more story that you guys brought up before when we were talking uh, before this interview, but it doesn't sound like it's the usual for volunteers, but it sounds like it's all hands on deck, um, even for, for a pup that might be wandering around the neighborhood. Can you explain that that story real quick to our listeners? Oh, sure. That's a great story. And it really, it uh, demonstrates the strength of our, the management team, but 
Yeah, a few weeks ago, there was a, uh, a family, a household that was fostering a dog. And as can happen sometimes, the, the, uh, the dog got loose. And she, this was early on a Sunday morning. And the all hands on deck aspect is we got a call from Aaron early Sunday morning. And there were calls that went out to many of the volunteers to help look for this lost dog. And, um, and we, we did that. And so they had everybody out there, including, which I thought was so um, wonderful and, and tells us a lot about the organization, our CEO, Steph, was out there helping to look for this lost dog. And I, again, I think it demonstrates the kind of people that run this organization. And uh, on the happy ending is the dog was found. <laughs> Um, and she has since been adopted out to a, uh, her forever home. But, you know, I just, it, for us, it just said so much about the, the organization that, you know, even on a Sunday morning, they're, they're going to do what it takes to, to take care of a situation when it comes to their dogs. Yeah, and, and you know, I, we've talked a lot about, oh, go ahead, Liz. Let's see, uh, a good number to reach the Humane Society is 530-587-5948. And you can reach Aaron at Aaron at HSTT.org. Aaron is E-R-I-N right. at HSTT.org. Great. And she's great. Um, and she's- thank you for that number. So it sounds like, again, Humane Society of Truckee Tahoe's phone number is 530-587-5948, and they also have a website up at hstt.org. We have less than five minutes left of our interview, so I want to get a little bit into um, what it means to you guys to volunteer and be so active in our community, and you're involved in a lot more than just the Humane Society of Tahoe Truckee, so I thought I'd give you a second to um, just briefly talk about or list the the other organizations that you're involved with too, and really what it means um, to be an active volunteer in the community and the why. So Steve's done a little bit more of that here in, in Truckee than I have. Yeah, it's you know we we've been coming up here for vacation all this time, and now we live up here and. We meet a lot of people in the in our neighborhoods, but um, was looking for something you know to be more involved in the community. And I saw a sign on the side of the uh, Truckee Fire Station 92, and it said, you know, looking for to start up a community emergency response team or a CERT team. So um, it was the first CERT team that was set up here in Truckee, and I volunteered for that and went through a lot of training. A lot of it's um, built up around the FEMA organization and things that are set up. And um, But part of the Truckee Fire Department was a great learning experience here, mostly to educate all of us on how to protect ourselves, our homes, our, our neighborhoods, and to share that information rather than, um, you know, be the ones to be the, the rescuers, not first responders, not first responders. 
Um, and so the other, so it's, it's sort of after going through that, it was super fun and met a lot of people and got involved, but you don't really want to sit around waiting for a disaster, right? Um, so I saw, we live in Tahoe Donner. It's a homeowner's community up in Truckee and saw an ad for ski patrollers. And I'm a pretty good skier, but I don't want to, you know, it's kind of a smaller um, ski hill to, to work on. So I went and <clears throat> got my outdoor emergency care certificate and went and joined the Paul Donner Ski Patrol. I mean, I've been I've been working there for about five years, and so that's another area that's very interesting. And when you volunteer, you kind of find areas that you're really comfortable in, and the whole medical thing and emergency thing wasn't really my thing because I was a computer science, I was a techno geek kind of guy, and the Humane Society offers me a whole lot more personal involvement and. All right. Well, thank you, Steve and Liz Heinen, for being our guest tonight. To Steve and Liz, volunteers at the Humane Society of Tahoe, Truckee. Thank you so much, Taylor. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> <laughs>